Chaplin. <laughs> Welcome to the market. Hi. Go ahead and park it. Hope that you are starving. Debbie Roots Deep got me thinking it's a parsnip. Every week I get knowledge to go. A year before everyone, how did they know? Figuring how they go college to pros. I pop it on listen and now I'm the pro. I'm still trying to grow. And they do the same. Hundreds of teams, too many to name. And yet they are filtering everything. Only the best, Shane Hallaman Kane. Marketplace, marketplace. Debbie is everything, marketplace. Finding the talent is art, I'd say. I leave it to them while I carve my name. Market Marketplace, marketplace, Debbie is everything marketplace. Finding the talent is art, I'd say. I leave it to them while I carve my name. Hey! Welcome, welcome, welcome to the last episode of the Debbie Marketplace Podcast. Kane, Shane, and Ellie back with you again. Uh, today we're going to basically do uh, whatever we want. All right, we could have done whatever we wanted the whole time, and we did. Um, so we're going to do some, uh, answer some questions. We're going to do some live drafts some uh uh nonsense drafts and we're gonna kind of do whatever we want just just Uh, just shoot this shit here for however long we want to so um yeah yeah i I was gonna say if every time someone writes drink in the in the chat i drink (laughs) but i feel like that would be but i feel like you need some kind of limit to uh what that would be or Uh, we're gonna kick it off with an arnold palmer Spiked. Palmer. Loves to get some malt liquor in your body. I, I still have my nice uh, gingerbread black <laughs> tea here. Oh, Rick, you got me. Wow. I didn't think I would get room shamed on the last podcast. Look at that. My mic. Corey Eeyore's in the house. Uh, I'm, I'm going to start with the history minute. Let's do the yeah. history of the Debbie Marketplace podcast. So Kane and, and Caleb Pearson started this. Kane, do you know when the first pod was published? Mm. Want to guess? I'm gonna say, uh, like November of 2019. Pretty close, December 23rd, 2019. Okay, on the FF Merch channel. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but yeah, I don't know what that was. Um, you asked me to come on on uh, uh, April 27th. 2020 as a guest and then i took over as co-host july 20th 2020 and so including supplemental podcasts we had you know the 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 college football show um there have been over 260 episodes since august of 2020 and nelly's first uh analytics podcast was in september 2021 he was on a round table in November 2020 was full-time March 2022. And so if you count uh secret shopper pods and the Patreon pods, that's over 210. So there have been over 470 episodes of the Debbie Marketplace in some form or fashion over the years. There you go. Wow. I would have taken the under on that line. That's more than I would have than I realized. Yeah. So like I said, we we hit over 150 of the of these, you know, the second podcast. Plus, uh, I, I couldn't get an exact number of the old Patreon pods, but I got a pretty good list. That was over 60 strong, and um, 260. And that was that, you know, that was kind of kind of eight months in. So probably probably been about 500 to be honest. Yeah, like hat indoors for Nelly. 
Yeah, I, I did this while you were talking. I just need a haircut really, really badly. Look, this is the time to show it off. We got we got Mox in the chair. Got the fro going. Um, speaking of the speaking of, just real quick, you mentioned the Patreon. I have the Patreon link in my Twitter bio still, and <laughs> and so I I tweeted this weekend. I think about the Bengals and and their dirty tackling. And a Bengal fan was like, "This take is as dead as your Patreon." And I, there was there was nothing I could respond to that because the Patreon was dead. <laughs> Pretty good. Oh my goodness! There you go. Yeah, you got me. So, so how how are you feeling, Cam? I mean, obviously, you started this thing, so yeah. Obviously, like it's a little sad, right? But uh, you know, it, it's at the point where you know lives are busy and. Uh, I think it's just time to move on. Like, obviously, the uh, the Discord will stay. We're going to stay in the Discord. And, um, you might still get nonsense tweets from me. Um, but, no, I think, you know, I set out to do a, a podcast that was much different than any other podcast, right? Um, the first thing was, A, actually having a personality of a podcast and, B, um, making a podcast that actually is there to help people and talk about values and talk about trades in a way that is not talked about, uh, especially when we talk about Devi and, and C2C and things like that. Um, obviously now there's many more um, Devi and C2C podcasts, um, but I'm glad the kind of when we started, there weren't many and uh, hopefully we help some people win some championships along the way. And uh, we basically exposed how much of a crack Nelly is. So basically a win-win for me. <laughs> That that was really your goal here. In yeah, the it was all a it was a long con. Year and a half. Uh, it was a long con to to basically reveal some really bad Nelly takes. <laughs> You're not wrong. I actually realized today that I inherited a Debbie orphan. I, I'm I'm gonna help your argument here. I inherited a Debbie orphan that had uh, Caleb Williams and Drake May, and I turned them into uh, Deshaun Watson and Jacoby Brissett. So. I think that right there is it's, that's it, damning. It's, it's time to hang up the cleats. The the cleats are getting tossed over the uh over the power lines. <laughs> I like it. I like it. We had a couple questions from last week I think are relevant, then maybe we'll hit one of these drafts. Adam yeah. asked uh biggest lessons you've learned and differences in approach, strategy, evaluation since you started the podcast. Uh, biggest lesson is I can just talk louder than other people, and also I get to edit what they say. So, uh, basically, the biggest lesson is to be in control. Um, no, um, I think I think really the biggest thing that I learned through this whole process is um, I'm not always the uh, most people wouldn't call me a listener, um, but this this allowed me to get. Uh, two different people's takes on why um, not only on their process, but kind of the outputs of that process, right. For it being the NFL draft, the Shane and it being goofy numbers with Nelly, right. Both, both people have their process, right. And they're able to use that process to lead them to um, this information. So I thought it was really, really helpful um, to kind of have all of those, um, you know, those different uh, mindsets. No, I think it's good. I mean, I mean, I think I definitely probably, but when I joined, really poo pooed 
analytics in general. I think that's definitely changed for me talking to Nelly, you know, listening to others, like being more open to those things. Um, I, I think, I think from Kane, I really learned, you know, I feel like before this podcast, the, the amount of Debbie trades I made were like super, super tiny, right? Like I was always just, you know, I draft my guys, I'm going to hold them forever. And, and that's it. I, I think with Kane, I learned how, how to value Debbie players in fantasy. You know, how, how do you actually use that to your advantage? And I think it's one thing, hopefully people listening that it's helped you is how to actually gain that advantage and whether it be trading Debbie players away or trading for them or whatever. Um, you know, I, I felt like I had values, but I would never do, I never pull that trigger and learning that, Hey, pulling that trigger usually betters your team. So I definitely learned a lot from, from these two in that way. Shane, I also feel like you've gotten much more comfortable talking on a microphone too over the past few years too, right? Doing it so constantly and being willing to be um, not necessarily as dumb or stupid as I am, but definitely being willing to show a different part of yourself that you probably wouldn't have done before. Um, so I definitely think there's a lot of growth there. No, no, thanks. Yeah, I think so too. I. You know, when doing a podcast with you for two years before we had a third, like I I'm a wild child. I had, uh, yeah. I, I remember those first first couple weeks when you just pulled things out, and like you said, I wasn't comfortable with with that. Uh, and it was, uh, it was. I think it helped me grow for sure. Yeah, I think for me, I mean, I came into this so hard line, trust the numbers listen to nothing else and i've definitely softened on that um it's kind of i've gained a lot of um introspection i don't know if that's the right word understanding of like the numbers serve their purpose but they're limiting right like you can't they're they're good on a macro level in terms of hey this player is more likely to be good than this player but it's it it doesn't get into like the intricacies of each player. It's just, that's not the purpose for it. So there's, there's a, a balance that I've kind of learned. I've also learned that no matter what method you use to evaluate players, it's still really, really hard. And even if you're the best evaluator in the world, sometimes good players just don't work out. Uh, and so the confidence with which, I evaluate players, roster players, treat players in general in fantasy and in Devi and in C2C leagues is with such a lower confidence level, which I think is helpful. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like at, at the beginning, I was very rigid, hard line. Like I trust the numbers. Um, like if this player has a 10% more higher likelihood to hit than that player, then I'm right and I'm going to follow this. Whereas now there's there's just I, I've realized that there's just so much more that goes into it. Yeah, should we get into a draft? Yeah, let's 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 do a draft. We have so here's kind of the four we have planned for to tonight if we get to all of them. Um, well, I already finished one. There you go. Every time you want to drink, you so. Either someone has to type in the chat, or Kane himself has to type in the chat. Yeah, if you if you want me to take a drink, just say "drink" in the chat, and I'll drink. It's a fun game we're playing. 
Yeah. And if you game. put something that I really appreciate in the chat, I also have Fireball that I will happily drink out of. So uh, we're here on uh, shot on all cylinders. <laughs> um, the drafts tonight, we have a a, a fra- franchise draft, you know, series draft. Um, best athletes, Olympic events <laughs> for Nelly, uh, and uh, cereals for Kane. So. Wow, we we got we got the triple drink, two drinks and a chug in the chat. So there there goes Kane for the audio listeners. They're really entranced by the uh, the drinking the the just crushing of an Arnold Palmer by Kane while I was talking. I'm a monster. It's another thing I've learned, by the way. Not everyone has the same food and drink <laughs> tastes as me. Um, uh, yeah. Right? <laughs> You also are um, not to try to keep up drinking with Kane. We both yeah. know that by doing this podcast. That's true. Um, no, when when we when we when we put out the tweet that the show was shutting down, someone mentioned my uh, my water one hundred and one pick, and I think I stand oh by God. that pick. First of all, I want I want to make that very clear. Um, but that was that was funny. That was a good moment. Also. Mox giving me what a performance. Um worth worth noting, Mox. Uh you were there when I was absolutely plastered, double fist and white claws, uh jamming out to some karaoke. Singing uh, some uh Chattahoochee. <laughs> oh yeah. If you start playing Alan Jackson, <laughs> it's, it's I'm gonna boot scoot and boogie. You oh, know what I mean? Whew, I'll get down. Congrats on the uh, big dip. What did I win? Not Look. much. Look, they just life, man. We got oh. uh, runner, runner in the chat. Um, what what draft? What draft do you want to start with? Any any preference? Uh, whichever one makes you feel good. Let's I, do fr- I I clearly didn't listen when you. All right, uh, we got the franchise draft, best athletes, Olympic events, and cereals. I'd like to go best athletes. All right, all right, yeah. Let's do let's do best athletes. Can uh, are we going best athletes or greatest athletes? Uh, that's that's a good question. I I I suppose I associate with greatest. So it's not athleticism, right? It's how well they it's did at a sport. How, how well they did at a sport. Okay. All right, that's I, fine. Did you were you thinking the other way? I was, but no, I, I like kind of like this way is probably easier. So Bo Jackson so. goes one hundred and one in your. I mean, maybe there's some good athletes. No, I, this way is probably I'll, easier. I'll happily take the one hundred and one in greatest athletes. All right, King King can take the one hundred and one if you don't. If you guys don't mind, that's fine. I mean, I think it's pretty easy. One hundred and one, you could take it. Uh, I suppose it depends what sports you like. Um, I'm gonna take one of my favorite sports to watch, other than football. Um, so I'm obviously gonna go to the ice. Uh, at the center position was the great to me the greatest uh player to ever play a single sport, and that's the great one. Obviously, that's Wayne Gretzky. Wow. Uh, in 
1,487 games, he scored 2,857 points. So he almost was scoring two points a game, right? If you take away all of his goals and just look at his, his assists, he has more assists. Well, if we just points from assists, he has more than anyone else in the NHL. I mean, in the history of the NHL, he is the best, the best hockey player. And to me, I think he is the best athlete. Or, or the greatest athlete of all time, Wayne Gretzky, the great one. He's not Marilyn Mew, but you know who is. <laughs> or because he, <laughs> he's he's not number two. He's number one. <laughs> uh, no, you want one or two, or you want uh, one or three? When you say and it was easy, it was that not yours? No, no, no it was not mine. So that's wow, fine. okay, that's good. Wow. Yeah, I wouldn't have. I'll, I'll go two. I wouldn't have taken him one, but I think it's a really good pick. I mean, if no, I you want to talk about, if you want to take about talk about Vorp, like he is like significantly better than the next best hockey player of all time. Right. For sure. Like it's 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 not even close. There's no debate. Like there is in other sports. Um, but one or two, I'll go Tiger Woods, uh, who I think is is a little bit more recent and, um. That plays into it for me. I never watched Wayne Gretzky play hockey, but Tiger Woods is just by far and away the best golfer of all time. Uh, five Masters winners um, was had won all four majors in in the same year, um, and was just absolutely on another level compared to every other golfer. Um, and is playing again this weekend. He's back. What was the What was the crazy stat from? T- I, I'm probably quoting this wrong. But he, throughout like his his career, not counting the past like year or whatever, um, he ended up having th- like a little over a thousand putts within three feet and missed one. Wow! And I bet you he wasn't wearing red when he missed that one. No, like that's it's he's he's an absolute crazy guy, Shane. I'm I'm, I'm assuming I know who you're going to pick at the 103, and that's yeah. fair. Look, yeah, look, my my one one uh, would have been Michael Jordan. Sure. So I'll take him with the one of three. I mean, I, I think he's definitively the greatest basketball player ever. When you factor in championships, you factor. <laughs> no, he's like no. I mean, I mean, it's fine. I think I think there is an argument, but like if you grew up in the nineties, like Michael Jordan was not the greatest athlete. Like, he was the best, the most notable person in the world. You know, I don't think Wayne Gretzky or Ty, even Tiger Woods, and he was close. I don't think they hit the, those heights of Jordan kind of on and off. So, I'm picking him. 201, I mean, I'm going to go Michael Phelps at the 201. Sure. I, I just want to let you most, know. Most school medals ever, you know. I think you could have been fine picking any of the three we picked in any oh, yeah. order. Yeah, like, but perfect. those three had to be the first three picked, for sure. I th- I think they yeah I think they were the clear top three. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'll I'll take Michael Phelps the two hundred one greatest I, like the greatest Olympic athlete I think of all time. By far. oh yeah, so oh uh, yeah, not close. Do you think you'd come back to you, Nelly? I th- I thought I was about to get him at the two hundred two. Yeah. Oh. I I had to. 
There's, I, don't, I don't know. There's no one else super close after that to me. So, 23 golds. I forget how many it was in that one Olympics. What was it, eight or nine in one single oh, Olympics? Yeah. Which is nuts. The the photo that he has with his enormous arms reaching out wide and all his medals just draped down over him is just surreal. Have you looked at how many calories he had to eat each day when he was training for the Olympics? Like there was a big like a big video that came out like when he was going for the Olympics and it was like twelve thousand calories and he described everything he ate every meal. And, like, it got to the point where, like, he hated swimming. So, like, the same atmosphere. So that he would try to, like, shut off different lights in the pool to, like, try to give him the effect that he's, at like, at a different place than his normal tra- training facility, which is wild. That, yeah, that's, uh, it's, like, that, that's crazy to me. That, like, the next highest gold medalist is nine. And he had 23. It's like close. He's very good. Hmm. 202 on between two athletes. I'll go with the low hanging fruit. I'll take Tom Brady. I don't like Tom Brady, but I respect Tom Brady. Uh, more Super Bowls than any single franchise, right? He has seven. He, he went to the box and won his seventh after he won six with New England. Um, just. Absurd. Not the most talented of all time by any means, but I don't know what it was about him, but he carried Bill Belichick to six Super Bowls. Um, and that alone is enough to be considered on this list. No, I mean, like, just the ultimate competitor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, there's one that's still pretty easy for me here. Um, I'm going to take uh, Muhammad Ali. Yeah, that's a good one. I can um, if you just look at his act, obviously he won a ton. He was six-time fighter of the year, Olympic gold medalist, um, had multiple champion belt championship belts, uh, especially at a time where boxing, um, uh, maybe next round for Pickett is kind of my plan. Um, it was especially at a time for boxing that there was a lot of fluctuation. There was a lot of things kind of going on with boxing that it wasn't, at its pure height yet, Muhammad Ali kind of helped bring um, and elevate that. He became such a big level fighter. Um, he only lost five times. Uh, he's 56 and five um, over his career, 36 knockouts. Um, just an incredible athlete. Probably the greatest boxer to ever box, in my opinion. Yeah, but like I, I considered him. I mean, boxing's tough because I don't think like the records of boxing are, you know, what makes a great boxer, right? right. Well, like, especially especially after Muhammad Ali, right? When Muhammad Ali was boxing, yeah. it was definitely a much bigger sport than than it is now, right? It definitely has changed a lot. No, that's fair. Um. 301 though gonna be gonna be tough yeah this is there's a layup here just an absolute layup but please don't take it um I'm gonna take the man that played multiple sports uh, give me Jim Thorpe Jim uh, Thorpe 
That pick stinks. Jim Thorpe wouldn't even get a D one offer in twenty twenty three. I don't think. I don't think that. that remember, we're not. That's not what we're uh, drafting here. <laughs> so I can see you. Were, say you it. were going to take him. <laughs> no, that was not the layout. No, I, I think it was. Nelly, have, Nelly did not have Jim Thorpe on his list. Kane, come on now. I thought about Olympic it and metal, laughed to myself. Medalist um, ends up winning what three uh, football championships when he. Um, goes into the what is it the AFL? What was it then? Yeah, I think it was the AFL. Um, and then also played baseball <laughs> for six right. years. Uh, so I think he's, I think he's just an absolute animal. Um, and and I'll take him here. All right. Well, who's your layup, Nelly? Yeah, that's, layup. this is the easiest pick of the draft. I almost took her last round. Serena Williams is the greatest tennis player of all time, and it's not even close. Um, Interesting. 23 Grand Slam singles titles, most out of any man or woman. Uh, she's also won, I think, 15 doubles Grand Slams titles with her sister. Um, I don't even think that gives – I don't think that does her justice for how dominant she was. I mean, like, you turn on the TV when Serena Williams is playing, and she was just on another level no matter who her opponent was. Like, there was – any time she lost, it was a shock for, like, a span of, like, 10 years. She was that good. I agree with you. I think she's incredible. Yeah. It's a good pick. I, I wouldn't have considered it, but that's a really good pick. All right. Uh, 303, I think, is – yeah, I, I think it's pretty easy. Like, we, we don't have a baseball player. <laughs> Take With it, good yeah. reason, baseball sucks. Ah, uh, baseball doesn't suck. Three out three. I'm taking, I'm taking Babe Ruth. Like Babe Ruth was an icon of his era. He set the 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 single season record for total bases. Supposedly, 1921 still stands today. 100 over 100 years later. Supposedly, I, supposedly played multiple positions. Dominated at every single one. He was like. He was like Kane playing baseball too. He's just like fat, pudgy dude that was just dominant. Wow, that's wow. Which is sad. I'm I'm fatter than you, so it's it's fair. But like, you know, I I see the tenacity that Kane probably has playing his uh, softball. You know, I played college rugby, right? It's Babe Ruth. Do you know Nelly played college lacrosse? I don't know if he's told you. With that hair, he is a lax, bro. <laughs> yeah, it looks I don't like do that. I don't sickest do that. flow, bro. So <laughs> you get me. Um, four hundred one. I get. I guess I'm gonna take Usain Bolt. I think that's fair. He has to go off the board here. You know, more recent pick, but he was crazy. He was crazy for you know for a time. So, Usain Bolt, fastest man alive ever. Right behind Nelly. Right behind Nelly in a three-legged race. Way ahead of Kane. We were right next to each other on that race, in my mind. Um. All right. I mean, 402, another really easy pick for me. I think I got my top four athletes. I'm taking Leo Messi, best soccer player of all time, greatest soccer player Whoa. of all time. Both those apply to him. Whoa. Whoa. Hey. 
has has won literally everything you can win in the sport, both individual and on a team level. Has won the World Cup, has won the Olympics, has won Champions League numerous that. times. Has won the Ballon d'Or, which is the best player in the world, I think, eight or nine times, including this year when he's like 36 and still easily the best player in the world. It's not even close. Leo Messi is the best soccer player of all time. You're wrong. It's uh, Super Paul Mullen is the best soccer player in the world. But uh, <laughs> Super Paul Mullen. Just don't think you understand. Um, uh, I'm going to take who I believe to be the best male tennis player of all time. Um, I'm going to take Roger Federer. Get out of here, Nelly. You don't, you don't, you don't know ball. Listen, I want Roger Federer to be the greatest of all time so bad, but it, Novak has unfortunately overtaken him. No, not yet. Keep playing, bruh. Um, I think Roger Federer, just the amount that he's won in a time where uh, tennis was actually good and he actually had to face more than one good opponent. Um, which that's all that Djokovic has to do is just face one good player and then he wins the tournament. Um, Roger Federer actually had to face multiple good people to win. Um, so I'm going to take Roger Federer here. Um, easy, as Nelly would say. Easy. You want to you want to keep going? How many rounds do you want to? You know, it's up to you guys. We can. We can keep going. We can stop. It doesn't uh, bother me. Maybe one more? One more round? One more pick? Okay. Big five. Um, see, here's the thing. Like, well, If you want two, we can do two. But... No, one's fine, but I have to find the right pick. Yeah. You know what I mean, it might be in the bottom of that fireball uh, bottle. So. Well, we'll keep searching for it. That's no <laughs> problem. Um, I don't want to have to do it, but uh, oof, I have two really good picks that I want to that I want to take. You know, and uh, do I want to go with my heart or with my brain? You you know what you always go with. You're not a Nelly trying to get votes, picking you know, water one on one. I'm gonna go with my brain here um, because I know this guy's an incredible, incredible athlete. Um, I am gonna take LeBron James. It's a good. Like, pick. you can say whatever you want about the MJ LeBron debate. I will tell you that. Uh, Michael Jordan's a better basketball player than LeBron James will ever be. But LeBron James has also done things that's absolutely ridiculous for any player to do. Um, Four-time NBA championship, four-time NBA final MVP, four-time NBA MVP, 19-time All-Star. Not that that really matters, but he's also been first team, what, 17 times out of those 19 All-Star appearances um like he 
I feel like if we were to do it the way that Shane kind of described of kind of the best athlete, LeBron James would have to be on that list. Right. Um, he's big, fast, strong. It could have played any sport he wanted. Um, chose basketball and crushed everybody. Um, and he's gotten much better than when he was um, younger in Cleveland um, through the first stint. So uh, LeBron James, one, one hell of a player. Uh, it's a good pick for him to go in the fifth, I think is I, I would have taken him if you didn't. So yeah, it, I think you have to. And like, I think the debate between them is so stupid because it's like compl- comparing um, Wilt Chamberlain to Michael Jordan. Like, they grew up in two complete, like they were playing in two completely different eras. It doesn't make sense to like compare the two players in terms of basketball. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were, I don't know. It, it's a very different sport either way. So for sure. Michael Jordan in today's NBA would probably average 34 points a game. No, Michael what? Jordan and Demar Derozan are equivalent. <laughs> come on, no, come on, no. Man. I mean, no, that's not true. It's actually for I actually, I think LeBron is the best of all time, but Jordan is the greatest of all time. Like Jordan is six and zero in finals, yeah. but I think LeBron is better, but he's not greater. I if that I, makes sense. I think LeBron would have been. Like, if you put LeBron in the 90s, right, with the skill that he has now, I think he destroys just about everyone. Like, the fact that he could actually use his physicality. But also, if you put Michael Jordan and the way that he played basketball in today's NBA, he'd be at the foul line 26 times a game. Yeah, that, that, that's fair. And he's a, and he's a what, 85% free throw shooter? Like, he used to fuck with people and say, hey, watch this, and close his eyes and shoot the free throw. Yeah. Just, like, just, just, just to mess with people. Like, he, I think both of them are so good that they actually transcend the era in which they played. Yeah. No. All right, I, Ellie, take Pele. It's right there for you. Uh, look, look, I, 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 get, I get to go next. We're going to. Oh no, Nelly's next. Yeah, take Pele. Gosh. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, I'm trying to not overlap sports here. Um, Jesse Owens is sitting right there. He would have been. He was the other pick I was flirting uh, with. Buckeye right there. It's uh, yeah. If I didn't have Bolt, he, he'd probably be my pick. Jesse Owens, incredible Jesse athlete. It's a good pick. Yeah. Especially if you hear the story about his shoes. That's a great story. How he still won, but I actually did a project on Jesse Owens in second grade. Look at that. Fun fact. Um, all right. I'm going to take Novak Djokovic. I don't like Novak Djokovic, but he is – listen, he came up in the hardest time. He's, he's like a couple years younger than Nadal and Federer, and those two are the other two best tennis players of all time. And not only did he compete with them, but he over overcame them. 
and basically forced them into retirement and is still no, Roger winning. Federer was already old and pooped. No, Roger's yeah. only like five years older than Novak. Novak overcame Roger when Roger was in his but prime. He had and Novak those, is still he had special winning. Genes is different. Listen, I any time that Novak and Roger were were playing against each other, I was pulling for Fed as hard as possible. Novak is unlikable, but he is undeniably great, and he is you, now had he now is that, the most majors of all time. Who's um, that goofball that's now playing that everyone hates? Um, Nick Kyrgios, the Australian yeah. guy. He, I like if, him. It, he would be in the best. He is like the most gifted tennis player of all time and is just a knucklehead. But he's that story for another day. Next podcast will do the best athletes of all time. Perfect. <laughs> uh, Shane, Dwayne Johnson is just sitting out there for oh, you. Look, I can't. WWE champion, two-time WCW champion, two-time Intercontinental champion, Five-time tag team champion, not to mention a Royal Rumble winner. Uh, well, uh, you know what? It's pretty. It's it's actually. Uh, it's That's convincing, isn't it? I I don't even know if I guess I guess he would be the greatest. No, well, John Cena is uh, technically has more statistics than he does. You know, look, I'm still a Hulk Hogan guy, but I uh, he can't. He's. His, no you listen to me brother your life is a mess uh look we're college we're a debbie podcast we got to take a college football player in this draft so i think it's a hard choice of who the you know greatest college football athlete of all time is johnny football mm-hmm. so I, i'm gonna go with herschel walker here at the 503 three Good straight job, vikings three straight yeah yeah great job vikings Three straight seasons, 1,600-plus yards, six-plus touchdowns. Today, he would have won the Heisman twice, probably. At least least he would have won it as a sophomore, um, where he had, you know, 1,900 yards, 16 touchdowns, like back when he played 11 games only. So um, I think Herschel Walker is probably the most dominant college football athlete of all time, so I'm taking him. You, but I know we're talking about like full season. Who do you think has the best college football season ever? Is it Barry Sanders? Twenty six hundred yards. I mean, like that's that's pretty good. Thirty seven tutties. I think I think I think for a non quarterback, I think it's Barry Sanders. Yeah, and then probably what Tim Tebow two thousand seven. Yeah, I mean, I think Burrow's. Him. I think Joe Burrow's season's probably the best quarterback season, especially because he won the national championship too. Sure, like, like Jaden Daniels' season this year might be the best ever. <laughs> like, it really might if if he wasn't on a you know three loss team or whatever. Great, one of the greatest G five seasons, like especially in history. Steve McNair. Oh, Steve McNair, man! Alcorn but, uh, State. Yeah. Uh, 4,800 yards, 44 tutties. Wild. I got to yeah. give a honorable mention to Jim Brown, who... Yeah, I consider not, Jim Brown here, but... Yeah, and not only the football stuff, which I three-time MVP, he was a uh, world champ in football, but he was so good at lacrosse that they changed the rules because he was a cheat code. So best athlete, I think Jim Brown would have been... Uh, topic there rather than greatest Fair. so all right uh there we go read there, those teams there's... off 
Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Kane has Wayne Gretzky, Muhammad Ali, Jim Thorpe, Roger Federer, and LeBron James. That's a good team. Yeah. Nelly's team is Tiger Woods, Tom Brady, Serena Williams, Leo Messi, Novak Djokovic. That's a good uh, team. His team is better than mine. Team. His team, team is better than mine. Yeah. My team is Michael Jordan, Michael Phelps, Babe Ruth, Usain Bolt, and Herschel Walker. I think Nelly's team wins here. Nelly's team is good. He didn't pick anyone from uh, any lacrosse players, so. I know. So I really wanted to in the last <laughs> round, but I was like, my team is actually good here. And yeah, I like, could you win this if could I have a legit best. pick. I just want to let you know, I was so close to taking Lance Armstrong. <laughs> that would have been that would have been fun. Even though I am Team Cheryl, obviously. Right. Um, you know, PEDs withstanding. Uh, he. Uh, he was a good cyclist. Yeah. I mean, he, whole culture. Shifts. Yeah. Do you remember when it came out that, like, he was cheating and stuff, and then the whole him and Cheryl Crow thing? And, like, yeah. people were, like, breaking their Livestrong bracelets. Dude, Did you ever were... experience that? They're like, I, I'm oh, not supporting I'm this company. And they're, like, cutting the, bra- the yellow bracelets off their wrists. And they're like, what are we doing? It was It was wild. Because he was such a, like a cultural phenomenon. Yeah, he was, people were so like, invested. Wow, you're right. In him, you're right? It's too invested. Yeah. Um, Darren asks, "What what are you going to miss most about the podcast?" Uh, probably just having a time to just kind of, uh, you know, talk about football, talk with friends, um, just you know, have people not worry about how freaking weird i am sometimes um i i think it was just it's been such a fun time for a few years um where you know people just get to be themselves and um kind of get to be in a discord that allows people to you know be themselves have different interests and and uh do all those things yeah i I mean you know as sad as it is to say like our relationship won't be the same you know between the three of us like uh, it's not going to be what it has been and so yeah i'll definitely miss that because it's you know the last i'm glad all three of us got to go to the expo and stay together with uh our boy sean shout out to sean um who has a question later and you know and kane and i last year i think that was awesome you know but i think that'll be that'll be the tough part for for me yeah 100 percent. just getting on and Getting on for two hours and chatting with you guys every week. It's just, I mean, if it's not scheduled, it's hard to find the time to consistently do that. Yeah, yeah it's not going to happen. Uh, let's have one more question. We'll hit another draft here. Adam asks, uh, where do you have Brock Purdy and Sam Howe in your Superflex quarterback rankings? I would assume 10 to 15 range in the same tier as Dak, Kirk, AR, Bryce. And what, what are you looking to get in return for them? Um, if you don't need a quarterback. So uh, Brock Purdy's probably in that 12, 15 range, I would guess. Uh, Sam Howell's not. Uh, Sam Howell's like in the late teens to 20s. Somewhere in there. Yeah. He's had a good year, but there's just not a lot guaranteed with Sam Howell. 
But and he played yeah. terrible on Sunday. Especially they're gonna get new coach. I mean, when when you have a quarterback that hasn't proven himself over and over again, there's a good chance that there's quarterback turnover. But I don't know. I, that that range sounds about right. I would definitely take Dak over both of them. I would take Anthony Richardson over both of them. I think once you start talking about Kirk coming off a torn ACL or torn Achilles uh, with an unknown team situation and Bryce Young, who has looked only awful in the NFL so far, I think there's a conversation to be had. I, th- I think I might take Purdy over Dak. I think he's... I think he's established himself. The coach isn't going anywhere. I think Hal's hope, but you have to hope Eric Bieniemy gets that job and like him enough. <laughs> you know, that's the goal. What, what would you trade either one of those for? Say non non quarterback wise, either. Uh, yeah, like for a non quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Like, is there a running back or receiver straight up that you equivalent in value? question it's, it's, it's tough because I, I think especially for purdy you're aiming pretty high um, give me one second to pull up a list. yeah i was gonna say not quite not quite Bijan or breeze but or cmc but like kind of next tier if you need a running back what about like tyreek hill <laughs> i can see that for purdy uh, Travis Etienne. Yeah, I think that's probably the tier running back there. Etienne, maybe Jonathan Taylor. Like Etienne Gibbs. Gibbs. That's, and that's kind of there's a chasm after that in value, but yeah. Howell's probably more in line with like maybe your hope. Maybe Devonte Adams, if you're competing, or like you know, you're hoping for a DK Metcalf. But that's probably even a like a, a, a Brandon Ayuk or um, Kenneth Walker, maybe Stephon Diggs, something like that. Yeah, I mean, I'd be happy to squeeze Diggs out. I think. I think Diggs would be happy to be squeezed out of that offense onto another team. But <laughs> careful what you wish for. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying him. His brother. His brother has a fan. Stefan made sure to clarify that. Yeah, I know. Uh, Mike asked real quick, how many G5 or below receivers I see getting drafted this year? I'll go with four. I'll go four. It's it's not a great year for G five and below receivers. Like Malachi Corley will get drafted from Western Kentucky. Uh I think Tory Horton will probably get drafted, Colorado State. After that, I think it's borderline draftable guys, even small school, Jalen Coker, Tyrone Howell, Decorian, you know, I don't think Decorian Clark's coming out in it now, so it's rough. Do you think Jim Nagy ever feels bad hyping up players at the senior bowl that just go to the NFL and turn out to be shit? <laughs> no, I don't think he feels bad. 
I don't think I don't think I don't think he does too much. Okay. All right. Sorry for blowing up. Because you know, here's the thing. I think Jim Nagy has he has two shots to hit on a player. Either they get drafted high or they're good. Like either one is a win for him, right? Like that's all he needs. He can talk up an undrafted player that ends up, you know, doing something, or he can talk up a second round pick that ends up sucking the NFL. Both wins. And there's going to be some some rough looking uh, players at the senior bowl this year. So we got another draft cooking. What else yep. we got? You, you look, you want to do this franchise draft? We've you, you, I think you mentioned it on the podcast yeah. back in uh, July. So and what rules did we settle with? Well, I, I mean, it's up to you. Like, it's your draft. Either way, either or either we're drafting for specific, right? Like Lord of the Rings books is different than Lord of the Rings movies, or you're drafting like the whole commitment. Uh, let's just lump them all together. Lump them all together, just like straight up. Uh, yeah, why not? How many rounds you want to do? Um, it should be enough for at least four or five, right? Oh yeah, I think it's enough franchises out there. Yeah, we can do five again. That was good. Um. All right, all right. I, 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 I'll. Ooh, it's tough, man. I, I'll take the one on one if if no. Yeah, one I already had. Him. I already had the first pick tonight. Yeah, one. Nelly, unless you uh, object. No, I'll go for it. I won't object too hard unless you take my pick. I don't think I will. I, I mean, I think there's so, so many picks in this draft, but I, I think, I think 101 has to be Marvel. Like, I think it has to be, right? Like the MCU, the comic books, the TV series. Everything involved. It's obviously become the MCU's become a bigger phenomenon now, but like I was into Marvel as a kid, you know. Um, the video games are phenomenal, you know, from Marvel Ultimate Alliance on up to some of the more recent stuff. Like, I think it's the best overall franchise that exists and has existed that encompasses every if we're encompassing everything. Nelly, you can have two if you want it. Yeah, I'll take two. I don't know. Superheroes are a blind spot for me. I don't really do superheroes. Um, we should we should take into account how much money gets poured into these things uh, as a level of expectation because there's a stupid amount of money that gets poured into Marvel. It better be the best. Um, I'll take Harry Potter. I mean, the book slapped... The movies slapped. The video games slapped. The movies are rewatchable every year. The books are rewatch or rereadable. Um, there have been Grindelwald spinoffs. Um, the I whole did, universe down in like Orlando and California, right? Great cool. point. Great point, Kane. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm here to help. That would have been my pick. Okay, yeah, cool. I, I knew I knew Kane was coming in for. I love Harry Potter. I'm J.K. Rowling, but I like Harry Potter too. Um, <laughs> the worst part is, I'm not the biggest fan of either of my picks here, but they have to be picked. Um, so obviously, one is Star Wars. Yeah, I'm, that was that was. I'm just not a 
big Star Wars guy, but like I, for even from the outside, you can acknowledge how big the Star Wars world is, right? Um, especially with when when Disney got control of them, um, same thing, right? Um, there are large Star Wars places down in down in Disney. Like, if you really like Star Wars, you can go down there and be immersed in that. Um, the amount of movies, and even before the movies. I, I think there were a ton of books before the movies. Maybe it could be off on the timeline, but there's a bajillion books. Yeah, yeah. After, after the original trilogy, there's been books for fifty years. So, yeah. and some of them really good. Like, um, and then my uh, my sec because we're we're talking about the whole works, everything, right? Books, movies, video games. That's video Lord games. of the Rings. Oh yeah. Like you're I've not, seen all the movies. Big, are you not a big Lord of the Rings guy? I've seen all the movies once. Here's the problem: I watched all the movies in one day, all the extended versions with my brother and some of my buddies, and hated it. Yeah, that sounds like torture. But um, like so it. yeah, like that's obviously a pain. But um, I think Lord of the Rings is one of those things that um, people are very willing to rewatch time and time again. Um, though I. I think all of it could be shortened. Um, I think one of the things that Lord of the Rings does very well, especially the movies, uh, well, similar in the books, is like they create an entire cinematic landscape that I think is close to unmatched um, in in uh, in other modern fantasy um, books and movies. Um, so I'll, I'll take uh, Lord of the Rings here. That's a good, that's a good pick. Yeah, I respect those picks. I wouldn't have made those picks because it's just not my cup of tea and that's how I draft, but I respect you doing what <laughs> yeah, you need right. to do to win the votes rather than picking what you really like. It's like when we have food and Ellie's like, I've never eaten this, but I'm going to draft this series. I would home. never do that. I would never do that. <laughs> just go ahead and take McDonald's as one of the greatest franchises. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you make a good point there. I don't disagree. Um, I'm going to take a pick that I think is going to age well um, because I think we're still in the middle of it. I'm going to take Game of Thrones. Um, For now, all we have is really the TV series and the first season of a spinoff, but it's my vote for the best TV series of all time. I know the ending was disappointing, but like... What what phenomenal show doesn't have a disappointing ending? The people don't want it to end. It's hard to finish up a show. Um, I think th- I have not read the books, but everyone who I know has read the books has enjoyed the books. Um, I enjoyed the first season of what is it? The Dragon House of Dragon House of Dragons. Exactly. Thank you. Um, and I think it's just going to continue to grow as a franchise. Like I'm sure a video game is in the future. More and more spinoff TV shows are coming. Um, it's going to age well. That's fair. I feel like it's on the line. Like it might not age well either. Okay. Go either way. I'm out. I, I've never watched an episode of Game of Thrones. So I don't know. I couldn't tell you. All right. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm the video game guy. So, I'm going back to back video game picks here. 203, I'm taking Pokemon. The highest grossing franchise of all time. You got all the video games. You have maybe the best anime ever. 
you have everything included in in the Pokemon franchise. It doesn't get much bigger than that. It's made uh, it's made Buku 88, bucks. eighty-eight billion dollars in revenue. The next biggest thing is fifty-two billion. So you're probably gonna take next. Now, next we're going. I'm going with the uh, Super Mario franchise here. I figured. Another another one that I think is going to age well, right? The movie was just a big hit. I'm already making a sequel. Video games are great. Very iconic. Uh, so I'm, I'm going, going full gaming here. Okay. Hmm. Give me EA Sports. Is that a franchise? Yeah. Can I take them? As a whole, they suck, but they're also, like, there's a reason why they have a monopoly on everything. Like, they've become, they've become money hungry to a fault, but, like, all the games at their peak were just, like, phenomenal. I mean, Madden, college football, FIFA. FIFA's my favorite. Um, just at, across all the sports, um, the, probably the video game franchise, if if we want to call it that, that I've put the most hours into. Oh, I am in a pickle here. It's uh, tough because you're balancing like size with just like actually being good. Like some TV series that. You know, franchise that probably stand well on their own. You know, yeah, I think season two of this was a bust in their TV, but I'm actually going to take The Witcher. Oh, I like that. Um, great video games. Witcher three, I think you it should be in conversation for one of the best video games made in the past how many years? Right, like it's an incredible video game. Witcher three is incredible. Um. The open world is phenomenal. The artwork is insane. Um, I don't love the pick, but uh, that's where we're going. That's fair. I think it's a good pick. Uh, And then it's me again. Double dip. Uh, What's that? You get the double dip here. That's true. Um, um, I'm going to take Lego. Because I get the toys. I get the video games. I get the movies. That's a good pick. That's sneaky. Like, that seems to me like uh, a top-notch pick. Um, when you... I think I think it's a, it turns up being a sneak... That could have been a top three pick, I think, when you add in the toys. Oh, yeah. So Those vi- those video games are really, really good, and there's so many franchises. I enjoy the video games so much. Like the like Lego Harry Potter games, I think are very very fun. Like they they just make so many. 
All right, what is this? The fourth, four oh two. I'll take James Bond. Oh, the Bond movies. Sure. Yeah, and books. I mean, and books, yes. But for me, the the consumption has mainly been the movies. I mean, I don't think I, I'm not picky when it comes to movies, but I don't think I've ever not enjoyed a Bond movie. I mean, they're just. It, it's a slam dunk almost every time that you're going to come out of the movie having enjoyed your time. Um, have gone through numerous bonds to this point. I, I can't. I couldn't even tell you how many movies that there have been, but they just keep getting better and better. And I am excited to figure out who the new Bond will be. Is it going to be Henry Cavill? Is that a prediction or is that news that I missed? That's my guess. That'd be cool. Man, that was gonna be my pick. I, I loved James Bond. Wow. So my my first username, my second username online was jbond93. I've added 007 to so many logins. <laughs> like it, it, it's you just, know what I mean. It's just cool, you know. Yeah. Um. All right, I, I'm I'm going to I'm going to take a franchise that maybe I'm you know kind of like Kane for his early picks. I'm not super into. I respect I respect the fan base. I respect what it did for television. I'm gonna go with Star Trek at the 403. Sure. You know I I enjoy the premise. I probably would enjoy it if I watched it. It's one of those things I just don't watch enough media. And then at the 501, you guys might hate this pick, but I, I think it's good. I'm taking the Muppets at the 501. <laughs> the, the Muppet films are always great. Muppet Christmas Carol, tr you know, Treasure Island. You get Sesame Street encompassed in there with Jim Henson. You get, um, you know, all the attractions. TV steel TV show. I think the Muppets are a killer franchise that's highly underrated. Kane doesn't seem to agree. I thought when you said you're not going to like this pick, like you're just going to take the entire NFL or something. No, and no, no. Like, uh, or like Ohio State. I'm taking the Buckeyes, baby. Woo! Yeah. I honestly thought you were going to take Zelda. I thought Zelda was going to come. Yeah, up at I, some feel, point. I feel like I went too heavy video game already. Fair, but Zelda Fair. movie is coming, so I probably should have. All right. Mm. All right. I think I'm going to go back to video game. For me, the only one that came close in terms of hours put into it is the Call of Duty franchise. Um. It's gotten repetitive, and I don't play it anymore. But I think, f for as far as FPSs go, it's it's hands down the best. Um, Zombies was such a good time back in the Black Ops and World of War days. Um, but just the multiplayer, and it wasn't even the franchise. It was like just playing multiplayer uh, in lobbies with in voice chats with buddies. It was just so many good memories because of that. And I, I don't think I can just take Disney or else I would. Yeah, I, I feel like 
That's you have to be right. the franchise within Disney. And yeah, I, I got an off the wall one for you. That's kind of where I live. Um, I'm gonna take what was the WWF now the WWE. Ooh, interesting. Because it does you, like, yeah. like as a kid, right? I was big into wrestling. Um, you add in the pay per views, you add in the twice a week shows, you add in um, the video games, you add in the uh, the action figures, right? Of the wrestlers, you add in all of that. Like that was such a big portion of of growing up for me. Um, and now my nephew is really into it. Um, I actually got to take him to a a WWE thing a couple of years ago, and he loved it. Um, so I, I think it's just a blast. Um, and I know a lot of people shit on it, and I do too. Um, but it is super super fun in that universe i think like I, I i mean i was my family were big fans i was a big fan you also get the yeah. films you get john cena and the marine a nice 17 percent on rotten tomatoes you know mm-hmm. it's, it's a big addition but like well, i picked it it's a good it's a great history there <laughs> yeah for that sure that was it yeah uh, what do we got for teams here, Shane? All right. Uh, my team is Marvel, Pokemon, Super Mario, Star Trek, and the Muppets. Nelly is Harry Potter, Game of Thrones, EA Sports, James Bond, and Call of Duty. And Kane is Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, The Witcher, Lego, and WWF slash WWE. I think those are that's a tight one. Yeah. It's got, look, Kane, your team's pretty good. That Lego pick was sneaky. Yeah, it Good. felt sneaky. So I was looking at like a list of like best video game franchises and like Legos on there, and I was like, "Wait, I get all of the Lego things though." Yeah, all the Lego. Yeah, oh, man. that was that was good. You know, so hey, I'll take it. But also, you get all of Pokemon. You don't just get the games, the movies. You get the cards, the like all of that. You get the app, the game app. You get yeah, merchandise. You know, yeah. So that's tough. Uh, tweet at W Marketplace. Tell us who won these drafts. Yeah. Um, even, even if you listen to this like five years later, tweet at Debbie Marketplace. Sure. Tag the three of us. <laughs> one know who you think won that draft. For sure. I like to give uh, one gotta... honorable mention here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hercule Poirot would not go over well on a graphic, but that has got to be my favorite, gra- my favorite franchise. The Agatha Christie novels of the 1930s and the movies that have been coming out lately. Yeah. Yeah. I just did a Hercule Poirot puzzle that had clues in it that that uh that uh referenced all his all his escapades over time in the book. I just got a Hercule Poirot board game. Ooh. My wife just bought. Yeah, we're old. <laughs> Yeah. I gotta go pee. I've yeah. been drinking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have any other honorable mentions? Rocky, Indiana Jones, mm. Zelda. When we were, when we were gonna limit it to like one thing, I was definitely gonna take the Goosebumps books. Those that's my favorite like book. I thought about that. Do you also know those? Like also like when I think of Goosebumps, I think I can't think of. 
was his name? The author's name was like Stephen Christopher. He wrote like sports books for like for teens as well. It was like the same age as Goosebumps was catered to. But I read a lot of those when I was a little kid. I feel like I can picture what you mean, but yeah, I don't remember what his name is. But I, I, I yeah, I think I know what you're saying. It's good stuff. Shrek. I think someone should draft a Shrek. Yeah, I think you could like Toy Story has yeah, a shout. Disney, Disney franchises you could have. Yeah, and the hard. Pixar ones. Yeah. Uh, so Matt Christopher. Matt, Matt Christopher. Let me see if that's what I was thinking of. Matt Christopher. Author. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah. Been around for a while. Mm-hmm. Wow, some of these books are from like the 50s. Like the I didn't realize it was that old. Born in 1917. <laughs> Matt Christopher. <laughs> That's wild. They held up well then, you know? Yeah, apparently so. Yeah, what the heck? Wild. Um, that's good. Uh, let's see. We have questions. This is a good time to do, like, actual football questions uh, here, too. We can hit a couple. Corey asks, uh, who's the QB3 in this year's draft? Gwyn Evers. Jane Daniels. Yeah, I think I think it's probably going to be Jane Daniels at this point. Bo Nix is a choice too. Bo Nix is a choice. I mean, if yours goes back to school, like what's rumored, I don't think. I think I think Nelly beat me on the JJ McCarthy train after week number two of not throwing the football. He's on pace to throw for like sixty yards this year. He might hit or 60, 60 attempts yeah. this year. He might hit it. Might hit it. I hope he throws eight times against the highest. I guess actually it probably wouldn't be good if he throws eight times against the highest state. Uh, we'd probably lose. Well, they almost lost yeah. last week. Yeah, if they're down 20 points and he still only throws it eight <laughs> times, it's finally time to throw in the towel. Maybe pretty... was it Dane Brugler who, who said my take was stupid? Yeah, yeah. Maybe he'll walk that back. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Maybe it'll uh, get down there. Um, Austin has losing Burrow and Andrews. What players are you comfortable swapping one for one for each? Uh, I assume on a con- contending team here. Both out for the year. Uh, actually, uh, Kane, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we can get a trade done on the final mm-hmm. podcast. I actually offered you a trade in the Granddaddy League where no one but us trade. I, I know I tried to accept it, but I can't do it until the week's over. Oh, okay. So I'm going to accept it. All right. So look, I think it counts. I think it counts as trade done. I'm trained Joe Burrow in a second round De- Debbie rookie combined pick for Lamar Jackson. I think that's Yeah, you want to compete? I don't. So um, and to me they're the same. Right. To me they're they're identical. Um, but to you, uh, when you're trying to score points, they're not. They're not, right? So, so it hel- helps you score less points and still yeah. have a franchise quarterback later. I assume I'm going to lose again this week. <laughs> Though there's That's two 0 and 10 teams in this league. so. And we're facing each other. We're facing each other, and you're going to lose. Nice. And 
I actually started a real squad. Yeah, you look, you started your best line. I mean, both of your tight ends scored no points. Hayden Hurst didn't play, but you didn't have a tight end that did, so I think that's okay. <laughs> they got to let me know earlier that they're not playing. They didn't start him. Justin Ross, so I think you're good in this one. Yeah. Like, who else did you want me to play? <laughs> the rest of my bench scored seven, eight points outside of another quarterback? Yeah. Yeah, I had no one else to start. It wasn't going to help you, so don't worry. And I'm certainly not going to elevate JSN off my taxi. No, absolutely not. And his seven points would have made no difference for you. So. No. He, Calvin Ridley been sucking all year. Goes off for 34 for him. <laughs> He'd sucked right. for like the last three or four weeks. and then He's, he's probably so mad. Yeah. I that's think the I Andrews Calvin Rid- Well, that's why I said that uh, Calvin Ridley was a boomer bust player, and that's when Calvin Ridley retweeted me and said, "I don't like you." <laughs> also, a highlight of the, the podcast. What can you do? <laughs> he boomed this week yeah. just for us. Yeah. Go ahead, Nelly. I think the Mark Andrews one is interesting because people are talking about selling him for the rookies, like Kincaid or Laporta, and I don't like that. I wouldn't want to trade. Andrews for one of them straight up. I'd rather get uh, a stopgap for this year for cheaper and then have Andrews in the future. Um, I think Hawkinson's interesting. I don't know if you could do that straight up. I mean, Hawkinson has outperformed him this year to this point. Uh, I think the interesting one is Travis Kelsey. Like, if you're a computer, this if you're competing this year and you have Mark Andrews, would you flip him for Travis Kelsey? Yes, easily. I just I don't see the Kelsey owner doing that. You know, I assume they would have traded him by now if they weren't contending, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, not every league. Yeah, my thought is like, who am I picking up? Well, I think you could go out and get like David and Joku, who's getting. You know, are you picking up targets a game? Well, my choices right now are Isaiah Likely, um, who gets who gets a little interesting. Um, Zach Ertz, Jawan Johnson. Uh, that's about the end of the excitement. Yeah, if you're picking a guy up off waivers, I mean, honestly, if you're getting likely, that would be great. Yeah. That's um, but, I mean, you could go buy a guy like, I mean, you could buy a guy like David Njoku for pretty cheap to fill in for the rest of the year. Um instead of selling Mark Andrews um, for this year's purposes. Like, David Njoku's going to be playing with a bad quarterback the rest of the year, which is very good for David Njoku. Right. Like Njoku's a weird trade profile, right? Because I, I don't think a third gets him, but I feel like a second's too much. It's one of those. Yeah, I have a league where I am in first place and have Mark Andrews and no one behind him, I am going to offer Quentin Johnson for David Njoku. Yeah, I think that gets done. But that's probably what you have to do. You know, it's fair. Um, So Darren's question, then we'll do another draft here. Uh, Darren's an Empire League the guy that won last year lost Geno Smith. Uh, his only quarterback now is Gardner Minshew. 
Um, so there seems to be some bottom feeders that are looking to sell. You could Darren put his team in the Discord. Um, he's seven and four, fourth place. Like, do you make a push now that the first place team is hurt? It's an Empire League. You really want them to lose, or or not? I guess I. You know, you got. I, I don't. Can you've been to Empire Leagues? I don't know. Yeah. I have. I don't think I have been one. What's kind of that strategy? We can make one. Um, um, you know, I I don't mind selling, but I'm not selling anything too great to ensure that he wins again. He or she or they. Um, yeah, I think Darren's because you know, obviously this guy wins again, the league's over. Right. But Darren's asking, like, should should Darren himself in fourth place now? trade his picks for players and try to win. You know what I mean? Ken. Yeah. Especially if like, you know, this first place team, his team's really good if you look at it. Well, but like, I don't know, either he wins and the league ends or you win. Like, it seems like a win-win, right? You might as well sell your picks. Yeah, so go for it. <laughs> but I don't know. Nelly, have you done any Empire Leagues? No, it's pretty foreign to me. Honestly, I think it's kind of interesting, um, but I wouldn't be able to give advice on it right now. So you're telling us we should make one? No. On, on MFL. You know me. I like my leagues as vanilla as, as possible. Yeah. Put vanilla syrup on them if you could. Yeah. Final Fantasy that was a good franchise too. It's a good. I loved Final Fantasy, man. Yeah, it was There's so fun. Some good, some good games. Um, serial draft. I let's fuck it up. Let's run it. Now you get first pick. Yeah, you get first pick. Sure, dude. Give me Reese's puffs. Easy one on one. I think something you got to consider with the cereal draft is the flavor of the milk afterwards, and you got to drink the Reese's Puff milk after. Uh, may I take the uh, 102, Shane? Yes, sir. Yeah, you just hyped up Cinnamon Toast Crunch is what you did. <laughs> uh, you if you're talking about dessert. best tasting milk afterwards, bruv, you got like a horchata in there. You know what I mean? Uh Delicious. Uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is the one-on-one of cereal. It's incredible. Those are my top two. I, I probably would have won Cinnamon Toast Crunch if I had the one-on-one. CTC. But like, as a person that doesn't like peanut butter, the best peanut butter cereal is Reese's Puffs. Uh, yeah, it's yeah by far, right? It's not close. I have two. I have two picks, man. This is, this is hard. Oh, you get back-to-back picks. You, yeah, I know. that's perfect for you. No, I, like, I, like those were the top two, and then I'm like, yeah, everything else is pretty. Uh, I'm hearing honey on. smacks and corn pops back to back. I like both of those. I would never draft <laughs> honey smacks. Uh, all right, here, here comes hot cereal. What a oatmeal. <laughs> like Nelly's taking oatmeal on the fifth. Don't you worry. Um I one of, like I'd let it last till the fifth round. <laughs> 103. I'm taking Fruit Loops. Also, if you want a fine tasting milk 
Yeah. Um, you know, the, the 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 fruity milk is good, and I think Fruit Loops is pretty bomb by itself. Uh, ultimately, two oh one. I'm gonna take it's maybe is my favorite, but I'm gonna take a. I think it's a classic. I'm gonna take Frosted Flakes. I think Frosted Flakes is just a good all round cereal. It's like the classic cornflake with the sugary twists. Frosted good Flakes. Pick. Good pick, Shane. Um, I'm going to take one that uh, both tastes good, but also tries to hurt you. Uh, there is no cereal that destroys the roof of your mouth like a fresh box of Captain Crunch berries. My God, when you're trying to eat that, does the roof of your mouth hurt? Uh, but it's delicious. Uh, but it hurts. So that's my pick here. Captain Crunch berries. berries. No, mm. Not oops, all berries. All, nope. Might be might be the best. Um, I I like the, the yellow pieces. Hmm. Like the pain. I think you guys left the best fruity cereal on the board. I'm taking fruity pebbles. Oh no way! Fruity pebbles. Absolutely. You take the machine? Yeah, it's just a, a sponge that you eat. Well, you got to eat that. I eat fast. I, no time to waste. And so you got to eat that. They have this good balance of when there's still some crunch left. Um, you got to go light on the milk and the fruity pebbles. Yeah, I think the, the problem is your mom wakes up or like comes home from work or calls or something and said, did you bring the garbage down like you were supposed to? And you just made yourself a bowl of fruity pebbles. Then you got to run outside, bring the garbage down to the end of the driveway, come back, sog. That's why you have to do it once you live on your own. So no one can tell you to go take the garbage out. <laughs> Yeah, it's a fair point. <laughs> then they don't uh, get soggy. <laughs> yeah, devils. Um, and then I will go hmm, between two. I'll go frosted mini wheats. Um, interesting. I, I, I love frosted mini wheats. So I, I think it's a good pick, but most people would not. So, well, if there's one thing about me with these drafts, I'm gonna take what I like, uh, <laughs> and I like frosted mini wheats. And there, it's like. When you get the one frosted mini wheat that just has way more icing on it than all the rest, oh. it's like it's such a level of satisfaction. Yeah, it's probably my favorite cereal. Sorry, Sounds okay. like I have your vote then, Shane. Uh, not with three pebbles. I think you're ruined. But... <laughs> no chance. <laughs> oh. This is this is where it's tough for me. Um, I'm gonna just go ahead and take my old man cereal. Make sure it comes off the board here. I'm gonna take uh, Honey Nut Cheerios. Ah, look, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. That's not an old it, man pick. It is. Uh, it's just tasty. I really like Honey Nut Cheerios. Um, can't believe got it in the third round. Steal. It is the best Cheerio. Yes, for sure. Oh, remember when you're like, oh, just eat the cereal. And it was like Cheerios, but you're at your grandparents' house and that's all they had. Yeah. Like, I, my parents, like, it was those bad parenting, I guess. But they, if can we I, have, if we have Cheerios, you... they'd be like, put, su- put sugar on it. Like, we would just dump sugar on the Cheerios. Here's, here's a fun <laughs> little tidbit about Cheerios for you. 
that's actually how I got potty trained. Was with Cheerios. Really? So my mom would put a Cheerio in the toilet and then go eight. She goes, aim for it. Which to me then makes this a game. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm and, gonna tell Whitney to start putting a Cheerio in the toilet when you Oh, you know. I don't have any problem aiming <laughs> <laughs> anymore. Um but that that is that's how my mom potty trained two boys being a woman, like a single mom. Uh, literally would just put Cheerios, a single Cheerio in there. And that's how my brother and I were potty trained. I dig it. Uh, I mean, I guess that doesn't help me having a girl, but I would use that. No, but th- I feel like that's a fun little tidbit. It's good, yeah. Uh, look, some we're learning new things on the final podcast of, yep. the, of Debbie Marketplace. Uh, 303. I'm going to take Lucky Charms here. And like Lucky Charms, I don't think is mm. great, but you feel like it's healthy. Other than the marshmallows, the marshmallows are a little cheap. You get the right spoonful. Yeah, that's a benefit because you feel like, oh, you know, the the pieces that aren't as good, that aren't straight sugar, must be good for me. And then, like, you know, if you get a nice balance with the marshmallow on each spoonful, or sometimes you're like, let me, let me, let me bear through the bad, and then I just have a bowl full of marshmallows, which I learned you can buy on Amazon, just the marshmallows. Just be a yeah, you can. Huh. That was a bad pick, but you got another one. No, look. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, you know, what? I'm gonna go Apple. Also, Jacks. how many? Are we going one more round or two more rounds? Yeah, let's go. Let's go five. We can do five. Oh, do you, you just take Apple Jacks? I took Apple Jacks for a one. Apple Jacks. <laughs> I was gonna take Apple Jacks too. Uh, Apple, Jacks, Jacks. I like Jacks. Apple Jacks is so good, man. Underrated. Definitely underrated. Um, I'm going to take what I feel like was the biggest splurge cereal as a kid for me. Um, This didn't happen often because, um, A, we didn't get a lot of name brand cereals in a poorhouse. And B, these were always more expensive than the regular name brand cereals. But when we kind of sail on Oreo O's. Yeah. What a time it was. What a cereal. Uh, I bought a box of those maybe six, eight months ago. And I put them in the cart and Whitney goes, what are you doing? I was like, have you ever had these? She goes, when I was six. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, well, we're going to try them again. And guess what? Still hold up. Incredible. Great cereal. Very good. Yeah, I've never had them, but I can imagine that they'd be really good. Yeah, imagine just taking little bits of Oreos and then just putting them in milk and then just eating them. And then your mom saying that it was healthier than eating cookies. Right. Perfect. Perfection. <laughs> like, part of that's balanced quite breakfast, a deal Kelly. for me. Part of balanced breakfast. Absolutely. Um, I think last pick of the fourth round, four or three, I'll take tricks. I enjoy tricks a lot. Um, I see tricks and just for kids. Yeah, but sometimes you gotta get you gotta just be young again. You gotta gotta eat some tricks. Um, 
what was what was your first round pick, Kane? Captain Crunch. I I always cinnamon toast, crunch. cinnamon toast crunch. Sorry, second round pick was it Captain uh, Crunch? Captain Crunch berries. Berries. Like I see tricks in those on a on a very similar level. Uh, I enjoy both, but I'm getting tricks at a much later later value here. Interesting. Um. I think that's where it kind of hits a wall. There aren't very many cereals that I've actually eaten and enjoyed left. I'll take basically a dessert. I'll take cookie crisp with, with the cereal. Um, this is kind of the opposite end of the spectrum from the fruity pebbles. Cookie crisp needs to sit and milk a little while and then it slaps. I disagree um, with you. Ooh, you like them crunchy. I do. That one. I do. <laughs> See, I, I like them a little bit soggy. If they're crunchy, it's a little painful to eat. Answer the question, Nelly. Do you eat cereal with water? No, I eat cereal with oat milk. <laughs> Show me the teat on an oat on an I, oat. I, 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 eat, <laughs> I eat I eat oats oat based cereal with oat milk. Just double the oats. <laughs> I don't think I mean as others on the podcast are as well. I do not think I I uh, intake lactose very well. I certainly don't. Yeah, I have pizza for supper. I don't either. <laughs> none of us. None of us do. I <laughs> yeah. I had pizza for supper. It was delicious. I had a Heggie's uh, chicken Alfredo pizza. Ooh, sounds good. Kane, what's your uh, last pick here? Um. So I I'm gonna go. I don't think this this uh, cereal gets much love. Um, but this is one of those cereals I feel like, especially as a kid, even now, I feel like I could eat over and over again, like multiple days and never get tired of it. Um, I'm going to take the uh, Always Faithful Honeycomb. Oh, the, the, the structure of the Honeycomb cereal is like... Very appetizing. Water. Yeah, it's just not... It's, the taste isn't there, but I like I like that. I think the taste is there for me. Um I always ate them as a kid and I still think they hold up. I actually prefer those to like frosted flakes by a large margin. Really? I don't like frosted flakes. Wow. Wow. Tony the tiger, man. Yeah. You're a Wheaties guy, aren't you? No. <laughs> the Wheaties is so bad. Wheaties is disgusting. If there was one between Wheaties and Frosted Flakes and the level of sugar, then you'd be in. I feel like right in the middle between Wheaties and Frosted Flakes, I would, I would totally get it. So, well, Mister Relevant pick here. I consider Cocoa Puffs, but that's how I learned that there can be too much chocolate. Like I didn't think that was possible. Uh, so you're so going gonna... Count Chocula. That, like I consider booberry for this pick. I have I have three cereals left on my list. It's booberry, I like booberries. Booberry cocoa puffs and the one I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take golden grams here. Oh, boo. I, love, oh. <laughs> boo. I, I, I think golden grams is you get Jesus. You could have take multi grain Cheerios and I'm gonna what like that pick better. It's graham cracker. Gra- no, it's that, not. It's the, the shit part. No. It's like they took the I, shit part of a graham cracker. No, you could have I, taken Frankenberry and I'd have been happier. You could have drafted Crave and people would have been like, that's a better pick. Great. Golden Graham's the good pick. Golden Peanut no. butter puffs. You could have taken Crave. Grape Nuts 
and people have been like, he's onto something. Like, <laughs> no. I had that once, and as a kid, it gave me like diarrhea for like two years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fiber. It's yeah. fiber in a single morsel. You should not eat that. Golden Grams has like, in the entire box. Yeah, the Golden Grams is legit. It's it's solid. It feels good. I love graham crackers. It's what's the stuff off. That is truly, truly one of the worst. Things. <laughs> <laughs> it was the last pick. I think it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, oh, you, you could have taken so many other picks. <laughs> Rice Krispies were right there. That's a better cereal. No, nah, that cereal stinks. No, it's not. Because do you know what that cereal does? Makes Rice Krispies. It, right. It sounds good, but then it tastes like ass. Yeah, but then you put a bunch of marshmallows on them, and then they turn into bars, and you eat them. It used to be Rice Krispie Marshmallow cereal. That was pretty good. Uh, that. Let's read the teams. Nelly, Nelly's team, Reese's Puffs, Fruity Pebbles, Frosted Mini Wheats, Tricks, and Cookie Crisp. Kane's That's a team winning is, team. Kane's team is Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Cat and Crunch Berries, Honey Nut Cheerios, Oreo O's, and Honeycombs. Oh, that's a winner. My team is Fruit Loops, Frosted Flakes, Lucky Charms, Apple Jacks, and Golden Grams. I'll you tell you one. I think it's close. Golden Grams. That could be that one of the closest drafts we've had. Yeah. I'm surprised I you don't didn't like... pick the Toy Story, Toy Story 4 tie-in cereal. That was better than Golden Grams. <laughs> <laughs> Toy Story 4 had a tie-in. I didn't know that. Yeah, they had a tie-in cereal. Jeez, um, on, on a side note, we're talking about drafts. I bought so I bought a bag of Laffy Taffy so that I could get a, a cherry one to bring on the show. Oh, they're not in the bags now. No, no. <laughs> it's so, cherry's so bad, they won't even put it in the bags. No, the only time you can get a cherry Laffy <laughs> The only time you get cherry Laffy Taffy is you can get the big Laffy Taffy bars where it's just like, it's one big one. And you can get those. I, I don't understand how. <laughs> Airheads <laughs> are so much better than Laffy Taffy. <laughs> yeah, Secret Mountain Dew flavor this year was Cherry Was it really? Yeah. How about that? Uh, <laughs> thanks for. I just want to say thanks for the nice things y'all have mentioned in the chat. Um, we definitely appreciate uh, you guys listening to us and uh, having fun. That's kind of all we were trying to do. We're still going to try and make the Discord as active as possible, and and. Uh, who knows what happens when I get drunk in three years and send a message to Shane and Nelly and see what happens. You, know? you never know. So, yeah, thanks, Darren, Brett, Andrew, for the comments yeah. in the chat. All nice. Uh, Sean asked, our boy Sean Lunchbox asked me, did you finally give up trying to keep Kane and Nelly in line? Is that why the pod is done? If so, I truly understand after last year's expo. What's your answer? Uh, no, look, I, I think I gave up during the expo and made, made Sean do it. So, but I was, yeah, that's fair. I was out. It was entertaining to see you two bicker like a married couple for most of the weekend. Though. I mean, I thought we, I thought we were fine. It would have been that well much behaved. better if, if Kane didn't challenge me for a race and then back out. Like there would be have been no bickering if that just didn't happen. 
he was ready yeah. to do it and started pouring down rain. Like I, I was there. We had mm-hmm. a hide under the tent. That was. Oh, what are you picking sides now? After no, no. <laughs> I I was hoping for the three legged race. That's what I want to see. It's three step race. Sorry. Three step race. Yeah, I would have whooped him. Three step race. It's easily me. What's <laughs> uh, the off the line? I can't deny that. Yeah. I'm quicker than most people think. <laughs> uh, D-Man asks, how much are you going to miss Big West, Big Ten, West football and scale 1 to 10 and why is it 10? Okay. <laughs> because it's a special thing, man. It's bad. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I think here's the main reason why I think I'll miss it. Um, I don't know with with the other four teams that are coming into the Big Ten. I honestly don't see where Minnesota fits. To be honest with you, um, and this isn't this isn't from like a obviously this is from a fan's perspective, but it's a little little deeper than that. Like I think the identity of the Big Ten is is never going to be the same as it is now in play style. I think I think it's going to change as those other teams come, I think it's going to change much more drastically than we want to believe. Um and that's a bit of a bummer. Um like I enjoy the 3 yards in a cloud of dust football mentality, right? Which is what the essentially what the Big 10 West is. Right, you have a few teams that all they can really do is run the ball, um, and that's really it. They can't throw the ball, um, and and that's that's what makes the Big Ten West fun for me. Um, they put all the good teams in the East, and then they put a shitheads in the West, and we just kind of had to figure it out. Um, but I, I do really think that, and Brett agrees with me in the chat. I, I really think that it's changing much more than we, than we want to believe. And Shane, I know you're a Big Ten guy. Like, do you feel the same way? Like, I, it feels like everything's going to be different next year. Oh yeah, I mean, I think that's the goal. Just, no one's going to watch Iowa Rutgers ever. You know, no one is going to watch that, right? Like unfortunately so i think they're trying to change it by bringing in these west coast teams for better for worse you know i think it's always tough to change but but like iowa shouldn't be playing for a conference championship you know yeah it's tough um so there you go final question anything else you guys have you want to I mean, we, we can do the last draft if you want, or we can end yeah. it here. With What's everyone. the last draft? Olympic events. That was Nelly's uh, choice here. All right. Now, are we doing, like, sports, or are we doing specific? Specific events, Events. Baby. Specific okay. events. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's fine. 
Yeah, that who who wants to start? We all have had the one on one tonight, so um I it really doesn't make a difference. Yeah, uh Nelly, you, you want the one on one or or I could take it if no one wants it. Um yeah, I'd rather not take the one on one. I don't think there's a clear one. No, that's fine. I'll take it. Look, I'll take uh track and field four by one hundred. I'll tell you, I'll take that that's my one on one. I think I think the four by one hundred is uh is fun, is awesome, and I enjoy watching people run fast. Like I feel like that's what the Olympics are about. That's the Olympics in a nutshell. Who's the fastest person in the world? I'll take the two. Go for um, it. Hockey. Your I think Olympic field. hockey. Ice. Field. Just go. Just making sure. Just making sure. Yeah. Uh, no, I think, I think ice hockey is so much different in the Olympics, right? Because I feel like there's more to play for. There's more excitement. Um, the overtime rules, the shootout rules are different and more exciting. Um, think back, this would have been what, 2012, 2014, somewhere in there. Um, the TJ Oshie, um, like incredible shootout someone can probably tell me i want to say it's 2012 or 2014 it was just incredible like that made it really really fun um so i'm gonna take uh, hockey with my first pick all right i will go back to the track i'll just take the 100 meter sprint the 100 meter race um i understand the four by one i think it's a little bit more chaotic which is fun but the 100 meter dash is truly just for who is the fastest person in the world. And it's over in the blink of an eye, but it's exhilarating for that entire time, right? Like it's can't watch television. Um, I mean, some of the greatest Olympic moments are, are come at the end of those races. Um, and it's my personal favorite event. Um, next, I will take the four by 100 swimming relay. Um, swimming to me isn't quite as exciting as, um, as the, the track races. Um, but I think when you get the relay going there, um, you get multiple teams involved and that kind of balances out the field. Um, and there's not really a dominant team at the top, which makes it pretty exciting, uh, year to year. Um, us is usually pretty strong, but there's, I mean, Australia is always good. Great Britain's good. Uh, there are always a couple other teams that compete pretty well as well. So, and I think that one, cause it's not a blink of an eye, uh, having the relay there kind of, it, it, there's more ebbs and flows going on. It's fair. Oh, this comes back to me. Um, um, I'm going to take, uh, basketball. I think, it's another one of those that I think is really, really fun during the Olympics, especially as, um, right. Especially in America, right. We had the dream team. We had all these other, um, 
really, really good basketball teams have been very fun to watch over um, the last few Olympics. Um, so I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Like, I feel like I feel like my team's is gonna not be good, but it's what I enjoy watching. So two hundred three. I'm gonna take women's artistic gymnastics. I enjoy the like. Not the you, you, know, you get a, yeah, you get a ribbon, you get yep. a song, you get to do crazy things. Like, I think it's super interesting and entertaining, and maybe will be reflective of other picks that I have <laughs> later. But I like that, you know, it kind of like the four by four by one, right? It's like it's kind of kind of chaotic, kind of crazy, but kind of fun. And then maybe I could get this one at the end, but I can't risk it. I'm taking the pentathlon at the three hundred one. I think, huh. I don't know I don't feel you watch pentathlon but it's nuts fencing freestyle swimming sh- horse jumping pistol shooting while you're you know running like pentathlon is crazy to watch I love it Mhm Um so I have the next pick um so I used to do this sport which makes me have a little bit more appreciation for it um, i'm gonna take diving um i think diving is incredible to watch and probably one of the scariest things to watch in the olympics um especially as they're doing platform dives uh off the what is it a 10 meter platform i think it's 10 meters high yeah, they have different levels. Ten meters, definitely one of them, though. Yeah, um, I think diving is just so spectacular to watch. Um, I prefer the the single person dive. I don't like the tandem team dive or whatever the heck they call it. But um, I just think it's absolutely fantastic um, and very very terrifying to watch because that camera angle is not good enough. And I always think that someone's going to hurt themselves. And, yeah. Yeah, diving's terrifying. I am not one for heights. I think I would like, struggle off of a five-foot diving board. So what they do is pretty, pretty When amazing. I was a diver, I watched someone hit the board. Yeah. Not with their head, but from their waist down. Still. So all, their legs skimmed the side of the diving board. And as they got out of the water, there was just blood pouring down their legs. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be rough. So it's me now. I think a trend with me is like my favorite events are when there are races. See, I like the individual like short, short time like races where you're in real time against people. It's not like time trials or anything. So the most hectic one is, in my opinion, is the short track speed skating. Think Apollo Ono. Oh, that was going to be my next pick. Yeah, Apo- I mean, Apollo Anton Ono. Yeah, I mean, people get taken out, go flying off all the time. There's so much yeah. out of your control. It's so intense. The announcers are yelling the entire time. Uh, super exciting. Uh, also, just seems incredibly hard. Um, so uh, I'll take that there. Then... Um, the other thing I love about the Olympics is you get sports that you literally would never watch any other time. 
And so one of those is handball. I think handball is super cool. Uh, handball is one of those sports where you watch in the Olympics and it's like, I could do that. Um, but um, it's just not a big thing in the U.S. other than in gym class growing up. Um, but I, I enjoy watching it when it does come on for the Olympics. Yeah, it's very fun. Um, um, that you stole my pick from me, and I didn't think I was going to have to pay attention too much after that. Um, one of my favorite things to to watch and this is actually big with my family my whole family grew up playing volleyball because i grew up with a ton of women um one of our favorite things is beach volleyball whether it's girls guys doesn't matter i think beach volleyball two on two is incredibly exciting during the olympics All right. For, I, I feel like with the Olympics, now looking at my list and what I enjoy watching, I feel like my like theater side comes out more than my sports side, which is weird. I'm going to take uh, figure skating pairs for a three. I, I think it's pretty incredible to do a choreographed dance on skates with someone else. Sure. I, I find it fascinating. I love it. And so at the 501, my final pick of any Debbie Marketplace draft ever, this is it. I'm going to hearken back to our time in Canton, boys. I'm taking table tennis at the 501. We sat for an hour and watched table tennis. I could do that all night. So I was a little tipsy. Table tennis. Look, you are now. I think it's fair. I'm not tipsy now, unfortunately. It's a good pick. I will say, other than that one, our list did not align. <laughs> uh, the uh, <laughs> figure skating, I respect it a lot, was not on yeah. my list. <laughs> oh, I'm between two here. Mm. Because one is fun to watch for like a short time. But like, I can't pick it. I don't think. Uh... Oh boy. Um, I'm gonna take the luge. Yes, I like that. Uh, incredibly fun to watch and incredibly scary when you find out how fast they're going. Um, and very dangerous. Um, if I wouldn't have taken luge, I would have taken uh, what I enjoy watching uh, quite a bit is actually the biathlon, where like they ski and then shoot a rifle five times and then like yeah, ski another like ten miles. It's like it's, it's wild. Some of these athlons yeah. are wild. Yeah. Right, I know. Last pick. A lot of pressure. Like last pick of the whole podcast. Oh, rowing. 
No, although that is interesting. Um, no, honestly, I don't. There's a chance neither of you have watched this before. Um, I love snowboard cross in the Winter Olympics where the snowboarders race against each other in real time oh, yeah. down the mountain. There are jumps they have to go over, tight turns. They all, Similar to the short track speed skating, they also sometimes take each other out. Um, but it's super exciting, and they do it in heats, right? So it's like the top two from every heat make it to the next level make it to the next stage and you just keep going until there's a group of six left in the final. Um, there's like a super infamous moment uh, on the women's side where uh, like, I think the favorite to win was in the lead and like tried to do a trick off of the last jump because she had such a big lead and she wiped out and was like slowly sliding down the hill towards the finish line on her butt. Cause she had fallen and everyone just passes her. And I think she got like bronze or something. I, th- I think she still meddled and was like crying the entire time because she showboated her way to not getting the gold. But uh, it's it's just really exciting. Uh, it's a newer Olympic event, but I always watch it when it's on. Uh, only regret for me in this draft is not taking curling. Oh, yeah. I, mean, that's I so love classic. watching curling. It's so, uh, especially, it's so weird. Especially coming from Minnesota. Um, if you remember uh, Team Schuster uh, that won the uh, gold medal, not this Olympics, but the Olympics before, when they were not supposed to even make it out of the first round, um, they're actually f- all from Minnesota. Um, they made a team up in Duluth, which is about what five hours from me, four hours from me. Um, yeah, I just think it's really cool. Yep. Uh, let's recap the teams and let's wrap this up forever. Uh, my team is track and field four by 100 women's artistic gymnastics, pentathlon figure skating pairs and table tennis. Kane's team is ice hockey, basketball, diving, beach volleyball, and luge. Nelly's team is the uh, track and field hundred meter swimming four by 100 speed skating, handball and snowboard cross. That's and that that's it. That that is. I wonder. Yeah, I should have counted how many drafts we've done on uh, the Marketplace podcast in total. <laughs> Real ones and nonsense ones would have been would have been fun. But track down the results too of uh, of the voting. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well, we had a portion where Nelly stopped tweeting it out because he was going to lose every time. So. Uh, I don't. Who's to say? I don't remember that. <laughs> Those don't count. <laughs> yeah. Well, gentlemen, any any uh, parting words, Nelly, before we finish this off? No, I just want to reiterate. I appreciate you guys bringing me onto this show. It's been an absolute blast. Um, lots of really good memories from this, and uh, with you guys and everyone who has interacted with us in the Discord on Twitter in person at the expo. Uh, just really appreciative of kind of everything that's that's come out of this, and I'm gonna miss it. Yeah, I mean, I, look, I appreciate Kane bringing me on. I think it it grew me as a person, as a uh, you know, as a podcaster, as an analyst. Uh, you know, I appreciate everyone that that has listened. So many, you know, so many great knowledgeable people with their own content that have promoted our content, like in our podcast, that didn't have to do it. Um, 
but it, it's always appreciated. And, you know, I'll still be kicking around somewhere in the fantasy community. We'll be in the discord, but I miss it. I appreciate you, all of you out there listening and uh, supporting us all, all through the way. And it, it'll be, I'll miss it for sure. Yeah. Obviously you guys kind of said everything. Like it's been a blast over the past, you know, almost four years that I've been doing this podcast um, as just an outlet to talk about sports when my wife um, I didn't really want to, uh, you know, hear about me talking about football anymore. Um, but uh, as a typical uh, English teacher, which I was, I, I can't find the right words to say, so I'm going to steal words from somebody else. Um, so you might have heard this poem before, you might not. Um, so it's the poem, All Good Things Must Come to an End by Crystal Ruth. That's uh, an incredible, pro- incredible poem, um, which it says, as we continue to grow, we will learn many things. And one of them is that every good thing will come to an end, whether it's by a choice of mind, by a decision made between two or a lost loved one. But as these things come and go, remember to make every moment count because you'll never know just when it'll go and a new will start letting the cycle repeat. Because every hello ends with goodbye, every love ends with heartbreak, every beginning soon comes to an end, every happiness is soon or rather later replaced with a sadness of some sort, and every creation of life ends in death. Every good thing must come to an end. Which I really like that poem. So, yeah, I think it was a great way to end it. So Yeah, that's all I got. All right. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you out there.